I watched that happen. <laughs> I said hey, and then Bethany went to say hey, Bert. <laughs> Do we have a napkin? She was mid-step. No. <laughs> Hi hey. guys. Hey, hey guys. Um, so I'm here with Bethany today, which I'm sure most of you know, but she goes to church with me, goes to Briarwood, Briarwood. Um, <laughs> we did Super Summer together. Yep. Honestly, best camp. Dancing like, if dolphins. I can put a promotion, Super mm -hmm. Summer's way to go. Like, when I'm a counselor, or when I um, intern next year at the barn, I'm definitely going to miss Super Summer with Jackson. Mm. Yeah. Well, we're at the Duncan parking lot today. So, that's the parking lot of today. Instead of Sonic. And give uh, food a OTD. Oh. <laughs> you know, I am a black coffee oh, drinker. So disgusting. I love black coffee. It just makes me so happy. Mm. So, I got a decaf black coffee because I'm mm -mm. already energetic enough that I do not need more energy. So, I got a medium decaf iced black coffee with less ice. And it is absolutely slapping. It's so, not. It's not. I tried it and it's actually disgusting. <laughs> it's actually one of my favorite things. This and matcha, my go-tos. Mm. Kay Jackson, what'd you get? Well, I'm very opposite approach. In my coffee, I have the $2 iced coffee and it has oat milk, a pump of mocha squirrel, two pumps of caramel, and chocolate cold foam. It's actually quite delicious. I will say that. It is, but not, not sure that it's too good for me, but that's whatever. Um, then we have a chocolate donut, well, a chocolate iced donut with sprinkles and bagel bites. I love our church. The um only part of it's like really the only part of being in high school that I like actually like is like church youth group mm -hmm. and like the friends that I've made there and that's really where I've made my best friends is at church at youth group. Um, even though there's a lot of friends like Jackson who aren't even in my grade, I feel like so close to them. You're about to be like Lake Jackson that aren't even that good. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not that mean, oh Jackson. I was like, dang. <laughs> no, just friends like Jackson that like aren't even in my grade, I feel so close to. But like, I don't know why. I just feel like sometimes we're like on the same maturity level. But like where I'm immature, she's mature. Where she's mature, or where I'm mature, she's immature. So we like lift each other up in the areas that like we need to lift each other up this is a really gross coffee so, i do not like this i'm so sorry yeah i thought it actually tasted kind of decent mm. yeah even your black i think i still have the black coffee taste <laughs> kind of lingering also like i love everything about the stage of life of high school like if mm -hmm. i had the option to do it over again i would homeschool because that's how much Why? i because that's how much i hate school no but like you you don't not to bash anyone that does homeschool but like you I feel like you just learned so many life skills. I had homeschool through high, in high school. No. I mean, not homeschool in junior no, no, high. No, no, no. High like, school is when you need to, I feel like, be... Because you learn... You, I just don't know how I would go from, like, high school to, like, homeschool... Where you're homeschooled to college. Like, I just don't know if I could... Ugh, I don't know. Because I feel like I just learned so many things in high school. Not even, like, education-wise, but just, like, about people and, like, you know. Yeah. See, I, I feel know. like you do learn people things, but also I feel like... I have had such a bad high school experience, mm -hmm. like, at the actual school building that I felt like if I had just been homeschooled, I would have gotten a job, I would have been able to get ahead in college, like, all that kind of thing, and I feel like that would have been, um, a lot better for me, mm -hmm. so, and I know that's different for everyone, but I just feel like looking back, like, I always begged my mom, like, from freshman year, I was like, hey, can I please homeschool, and she's like, just push through, and I, like, appreciate that she said that but at the same time I kind of wish she had like 
they had been more open to letting me homeschool because mm -hmm. I feel like that would have been a really good option for me. Also, like, I'm a very driven person when I want to be. So, like, if there's something that I really love and want, I'm going to go push for that, and I'm going to go do that myself. So, I feel like I would, homeschooling would have been great for me because I would have gotten it done. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel like there's also been, like, many days that I'm, like, hate school, and I'm, like, really lonely, like, especially because, like, all my friends are at church. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll go, and I'll just, like, think about, like, I'm, like, God, thank you for all the friends that, like, church has given me. Also, like, doing stuff in the summer at your church. Like, if y'all yeah. don't do things in the summer at your church. I don't know what I would do yeah. without, like, the youth group. Because, like, I, that's honestly where, like, most of my friends, I mean, I have yep. great school friends. But that's where, like, most of my, like, main friends come from. And I'm, like, I just don't even, people that, like, don't have, like, a, I forget that most people, like, don't have a D group they go to every week where they can, or, like, a group they can just text and be, like, hey, can you pray for me? You know, it's, like, yeah. I forget that people don't have, like, a place to, like, vent like that. And it just yeah. makes me, like, so thankful that we do but yeah, I agree also I feel like it makes me more thankful for like the youth group that we have because mm -hmm. I feel like we have so many resources at our church mm -hmm. like if you want to go talk to a youth leader about this you can go talk to them like you can go talk to anyone basically yeah. and it makes me sad too for people who aren't Christians because they don't have that resource yeah. along with not having Christ yeah so it just makes it even harder for them like I'm like I don't know how y'all do it but I just like I just don't I just never been able to imagine how lonely that would feel because, yeah. like, I feel lonely sometimes, but then I'm like, oh, I have Christ. I have these... You know, yeah. it's like, I have that if all else fails. I mean, that is, like, the number one. Yeah. But, like, it's like, if I lose everything and lose all my friends or whatever, like, I still have Christ. But, like, the people that don't have that, it's just always, like, made my heart just break for them, in a sense. Because, yeah. like, I just can't imagine how lonely that would feel, you know? Feeling like you are, like the only one that's going to be there for yourself at the end of the day like that just makes me so sad so i'm definitely thankful for that but yeah. it also shows you that like you know reach out to people and stuff like that yeah i agree that makes me think of a verse hang on i'm looking at it <laughs> um it's in first corinthians 13 it's one of my favorite verses but it says if i speak in the tongue of men and angels and i do not have love i'm a resounding gown or a clanging symbol if i have the gift of prophecy what version is this this is not my version. Oh, this is NIV. I usually do ESV, but, you know, yeah. we're just going to keep going yeah. with this. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith so that I can move mountains but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all that I possess and give her my body to the hardships that I may boast but do not have love, I have gained nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not dishonors others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Okay, that's, like, way different than the version I memorized. But I, like, didn't want to quote it because I was like, I don't want to miss, like, something yeah. up wrong. But anyway, so I feel like that verse just, like, made me think of, like, people without Christians. Like, if you don't have love, you're nothing. So, like, that just goes to show, like, if you don't have Jesus, you're nothing. Because Jesus is love. And that sounds, like, so cheesy. But, mm -hmm. like, when Jackson said that, I was just, like, making me think. I was, like, I really appreciate all that Christ gives us. Because in him, we have everything. Mm -hmm. And without him, we have absolutely nothing. Yeah. And when I became a Christian, that was hard for me to understand, too. Like, Christ is all I have. Like, for the longest time, I was trying to work my way to heaven. Like, I wouldn't say that. But in my heart of hearts, that's what I was trying to do. And it's only Christ who can save you. Like, there's absolutely nothing in your power that can save you. And it took yeah. me so long to realize that. That, like, I was still trying. Like, and I was always falling short because it wasn't me. It was Christ. And it had to be Christ, like, all along.
Okay, so you're not doing cheer anymore, but when you did for a long time, what is your best ath Christian athlete advice? Okay, one of my favorite quotes from like, I don't know, just like cheer world in general, is hard work outworks talent when talent fails to work hard. I feel like there's a lot like that quote can unpack, but um, basically like hard work is what's always going to get you to your end goal. Like talent can only get you so far. And I feel like that took me a long time to realize because I was like, oh, these people are good at this because they're just naturally gifted. Well, yeah, maybe they are naturally gifted, but they've also worked hard to get where they are. Mm -hmm. Like, you see no one in the Olympics who doesn't work hard yeah. for their comes. gold place or yeah. first place. Like, they may have a little bit of talent, but in the end, like, it's working hard that's going to get you what you want. Yeah. Um, so, I've done, like, eight different sports in my life. Some in elementary, some in junior high, some in high school. So, um, I love, like, doing sports. Like, that's just always been my life. I One thing I have told people, though, this may sound bad, but, like, I can't do sports with balls. Like, I did them for a long time, but, like, I feel like for me, what I've actually been, like, decent at would be, like, gymnastics, cheerleading, and running. Like, those have been, like, the only things that I can, like, yeah. sort of do. I just, like, don't have as good, like, hand-eye coordination. Like, if a cheerleader's falling out of the air, I can catch them, but that's, like, about as good coordinated as I am. <laughs> so, um... My advice would be to, like, find a sport that you, or anything, like, athletic you like, and just go for it and do it. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are. I didn't start cheerleading until I was in seventh grade. So, it doesn't matter how old you are to do something, just go for it and do it, because you never know if you're going to be, like, good or not. Mm -hmm. Um. Also, like, you're never too old to learn new things. That's, like, something that I, kind of, like, a lie that I believe, that I was like, oh, I'm too old for this. Like, there does come a point where it gets harder to do things, but you're never too old to, like, learn new tricks. Like, there's literally adult tumbling classes. Like, yeah. that just goes to show, like, there's adults <laughs> who still want to do gymnastics. Um, so, like, take a chance and go for it because you never know, like, what you'll learn, like, who will impact your life or what impact you'll have on others' lives. And I would say for me, like, the biggest example of that is cheer. Like, cheer, I've made some really good friends and some people that have taught me a lot like there's some been some people that have been really hard to be around but I feel like I've learned a lot from those people as well like I've learned how to get along with people like that I've learned honestly what I'm looking for in a husband too like partly from that um I've learned like respect like that kind of thing yeah so like there's just a lot of things like morally and stuff like that that you learn on the sports scene that you literally can't learn mm -hmm. anywhere else so that's definitely even though like I'm you know technically baton to me as a sport yeah. But it's, like, I feel like I just have grown so much in that and, like, the hard times and the good times. Um, yeah. In that, and you just change so much as a person. But yeah. when, on Sunday, we had um, Mr. Lai was, like, speaking to us, and he was talking about how, like, what he said, like, whatever talents, I'm going to butcher this so bad, but he was, like, whatever talents God's given you, like, use those and do it for him and i just mm -hmm. thought that was so good like wherever whatever god's gifted you in mm -hmm. use your talents for his glory and then it, you know yeah that so. makes me think of like bloom where you're planted like wherever mm -hmm. that's me too with college like we'll talk about this in a minute but like wherever god puts you he can use you yeah or wherever you are god can use you like you may there's not necessarily a right or wrong place as long as you're like not blatantly like disobeying where god wants yeah you. Because God always has a way of getting you where he wants you. Mm -hmm. He always has a way of getting you, like, in his will. That doesn't mean he's not going to use you where you are in the moment, but he's still going to ultimately get you where he needs you to be. Mm -hmm. I really so. like, it's like what Pocket said last night when we were doing Daniel, how when he went kind of, like, off on the side mm -hmm. of the story, um, 
and it was with Belshazzar, and he told Daniel that if he, like, t- interpreted this dream, he would make him, like, the third ruler of the kingdom and all this stuff. And Daniel was like, no, like, you can, like, keep that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to tell you. And he said it's, like, such a testament to Daniel as, like, he knew that he didn't have to have a certain position or be a certain place mm-hmm. to be faithful to God. And I just thought that was really, like, it really hits you because it's, yeah. like, that... I think, oh, if I only had this, I would just be able to, if I had a huge platform, I'd be able to minister to God so well. Like, no wonder these people can, like, you know, they're such good Christians, and they're, like, bring, because they have such a good platform, and, like, no, like, that's not the way it works. God has me where he has me, and, like, he wants me where I am. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was really good. God will always but, get you where you need to be. Yep. And he will use you wherever you are. Um. <laughs> Okay, best senior year advice, or best high school advice for freshman Bethany. Oh, high school advice. Or anyone. I would tell my freshman self so much. Like, (laughs) looking back, my little freshman self was struggling. I was struggling in a lot of areas. I needed myself, I needed some Jesus. I needed, I needed a lot, guys. Like, we're just going to say, like, senior year has been an improvement from my whole high school self. Like, looking back, my first three years of high school were a struggle. Senior year has been a struggle, too. Like, none of y'all believe the lie that senior year is easy because it's not. (laughs) But um, I would say, looking back, I would say, just go for it. You have nothing to lose. Like, don't wait to your senior year to take chances. I waited, like, my senior year, like, to do things partly because of like cheer partly because of other things but like just do like go for it go to the party like obviously don't get drunk but like Mm -hmm. have fun like just go for it like take risk do what you've always been like don't wait till senior year to try don't be like oh I'm just gonna like I don't really want to do it now but I still have three more years or two more years like yeah that's true but you're not gonna know what you're missing out on like Mm -hmm. I don't ever regret the chances I took but I regret the chances, or I regret, like, not doing things. Yeah. Because, like, you're always going to learn from the chances you take, even if you didn't have fun. But if you don't take it, you're going to regret it and be like, oh, what am I missing out on? Yeah. So, like, go for it. Um, I've honestly, like, grown my most in my senior year. Um, I feel like this is not the case for everyone. Like, a lot of people, they grow all the way through high school. But I would say, like, I did my most growing during this year. Like, beginning of, like, August after Impact Weekend. Like, that... Mm-hmm through all the way through my senior year and I would say like there's so much joy in senior year it's like really fun there's a lot to be looking forward to but also it's hard to be very present so Mm -hmm. like I would encourage all of y'all like no matter what year you are in high school just be present live in the moment it's very easy to wish away your time in high school and I know every single person is going to tell you this but it goes faster than you think it does and I know in the moment it feels so long because there are days that I'm like this day is never going to be over yeah like my life is about to come to an end this school day is horrible (laughs) but um it will come to an end and you're gonna miss that time like you may not miss your time in high school because I really don't think I'm gonna miss high school but I am gonna miss this stage of life I'm gonna miss my church youth group like really gonna miss that a lot um I'm gonna miss being this age like I'm gonna miss a lot of things even though I'm not going to miss high school. So don't take your time for granted. Even if you like if you're like me and you don't like high school, don't wish it don't wish it away because you're wishing away everything else as well. And I feel like that was something I didn't really realize into this year. I was just kind of wishing it away without thinking that I was wishing away everything else too. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage all of y'all to like don't wish it away, like really be present, live in the moment and take chances. Yeah. Also like my final thing. Um <laughs> Sorry, I, like, talk a lot. No, you're fine. You're right. <laughs> I might have to make this two parts. <laughs> um, my final thing is um, don't be consumed by what people think of you. 
Because, like, I'm still learning this a lot. I'm very much a people pleaser, very much a perfectionist. And, like, this year I've gotten better. Like, I've learned that there's balance. Like, there's some things that you just have to let go. And I feel like that's been hard for me to learn. But, like, this year I've, like, kind of actually started to learn that. Yeah. I learned things the hard way. But at least we're learning. So, um, I would say that all that really matters is that you're in the center of God's will. And his opinion is all that, like, truly matters. Yeah. So, live to please him, not this world or the people in it. Like, we perform for an audience of one. Mm-hmm. We don't perform for anyone else. When I when you go out there and compete on that cheer mat, you're performing for Christ. Yeah. You want to work as a team, but you're not trying to please your team. You're trying to please God. And if you mm-hmm. go in with that mindset, then you will probably make everyone else happy. But it doesn't matter if everyone else is happy. Even if they're not happy, all that matters is that you did what Christ wanted you to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I said this quote uh, two podcasts ago. I love a, quotes. Um, yeah, huge quote person over here. I, we both have, like, full books of yeah, quotes. Yeah, I have a book of quotes, but- <laughs> and it's literally my favorite thing. <laughs> but um, when, uh, this is a quote that I heard, but I kind of, like, added my, twist, but it's like, I can't be good enough for everyone, but I can be good enough for myself, and I'm already good enough for God. Mm-hmm. And just remembering that, of, like, as long as I know at the end of the day in crisis that I'm kind to people and like Mm -hmm. I it or also like the freedom you get is the freedom giving people the freedom to misunderstand you yeah and just like remembering that of like okay this is why this person thinks this of me you know and like giving people I don't know just giving people grace and that because I think it's so easy like someone has like an opinion about you and then you're like oh like so mean of them but then I have to think okay there's a reason this person has this opinion of me it might be from something they misinterpreted but it also could be like maybe I was having a bad day and I was snarky to someone you know and it's like figuring out those things um I think it's really important yeah. just like forgiving people it's for really that in your mind fingers. yeah it's like oh my gosh can't believe they think that but then it's also like you know I know why they would think this of me you know or like yeah. this is this would make sense even or what they've just seen but. yeah it's really easy to point the blame and be like oh this is like their fault this is on them mm-hmm. when in reality it's not always on them yeah. like it's relationships I always say are two part like it's yeah. you and it's someone else and both people have to give because if both people aren't giving that it's not going to work out so I would say like that even goes in sports like you're going to have to give you're going to have to remember that like if someone else isn't giving you may have to give more but sometimes that's how life's got to be mm-hmm. but remember that you all like you always do your best and you always be the one you always be the bigger person you always be the one who's gonna love them well even if they're not treating you well mm-hmm. And leave space for grace. Yep. It's my big thing. I tell myself that. I love that. Okay. Last question is, you do a lot with children's ministry, as we both. Um, What is your favorite thing about children's ministry? And just, I mean, you babysit all the time. (laughs) What is your favorite thing about just, like, the younger? Because I was thinking about this when... We were at the missions conference, and he's yeah. talking about, he went on the, we did Psalm, oh my gosh, 149, right? I don't remember. I took so many, it was like, I'm feeling by block. I'm going to say 149, that could be so wrong. Um, But it was just, he talked about, like, it talked about the next generation, he talked about parenthood, but then he was like, I know you're probably seeing this audience right now, you're a teenager, and you're like, what does this have to yeah. do with me? Like, Your why am I twin. even here? Oh my gosh, Donna! But, um, and he, he's like, you're probably like, why am I even here? But he's like, this is when we take the vows, um, when so a baby gets baptized, and we all, they're like, will you, you know, 
Yeah. What is it? Like, look after this, or raise It's like, commit to raising this child. Yeah. It's like, we all take that vow. And he's like, sometimes we don't take that seriously enough. You know, like, this is our, this is what we're called to do, like, as a body of Christ. Um, So, what is your favorite part about children's ministry? So, a little background real fast. I know I keep doing this, and this podcast is way too long. It's okay. I I like to talk. It's good, it's good. um, I I had babysat since I was, like... 10 or 11 Mm -hmm. so I have always pretty much my whole growing up I have been surrounded like even though I'm a triplet and that's like all the siblings I have Mm -hmm. um I've been surrounded by kids Mm -hmm. and so I feel like there's a lot they can teach you but anyway so I babysat since I was like 10 or 11 um and yeah this year I've been like sort of nannying I babysit Mondays sometimes Wednesdays and Fridays for this one family. And I've learned a lot from those children about just like being a parent, being a mom and learning to love well. And sometimes loving well is disciplining. And I feel like it took me until this year to realize that when my parents discipline me, they're doing Mm -hmm. it out of love. Like they don't necessarily want to discipline me. It's because they're trying to make sure that I can turn to the best person I can be. That's a cool analogy that um, the guy at Laguna used when he said like, it's with God. He was, he was telling the story about his kids and like, it was at dinner, like a few. Yep hours before and he said that his one of his kids were like trying to climb on this and he was like guys get down to climb on that and they're sitting there thinking oh my gosh she just doesn't want us to have fun but he yeah. knows what's what would happen if they climb on that yeah it's like our relationship with the lord you know god says oh don't do that that's not good for you or i'm not allowing this to happen and you're like oh he's just trying to take away the fun but it's like he knows what would happen so yeah that makes me think of the cory ten boom I love The Hiding Place, by the way. Favorite book. If you haven't read it, please read it because it's my favorite book in the whole world. But it makes me think of the example that her dad gave her. And it's the suitcase. And it's where um, her dad or Corey, they're getting on a train. Or the dad asks Corey, he goes, Corey, when do I give you your ticket? No, that's a different one. He goes, uh, <laughs> they're getting on a train. And he's like, um, he asked Corey to pick up a suitcase. And Corey's yeah. like, no, it's too heavy. And he's like, exactly. He's like, when you're older, you're going to be able to carry this. But for now, it's too heavy for you. And the analogy goes back to knowledge. Because Corey had asked him, like, a deep question that she was not ready for. But it goes back to knowledge. Like, you, there's times that God allows or gives you, or that your parents, like, wait to give you, like, the knowledge and that kind of thing. Because you're not ready for it. Your brain's Mm -hmm. not, like, capable for it. And so, you, like, can't handle it yet. So, where am I going with this? (laughs) What were we talking about before? We were talking about children's ministry and uh, being understanding your parents and where oh they understanding your parents from. that's it yeah. so um like your parents a lot of times they okay. like teach you they have like it's something to teach you but they won't tell you because i don't know where i'm going with this we can <laughs> out. i don't know i lost my turn of thought okay anyway back to kids go to kids um, <laughs> so something that i love children like they just make me so happy their mm-hmm. energy immaculate like sometimes <laughs> when they make me exhausted i'm like the fact that y'all made me exhausted is a lot yeah. but um so I love children. They're, like, so kind and so innocent. And I love how, like, when you're little, everyone is your friend. Mm-hmm. Everyone is included. You you are mean, but it's not the same kind of meanness. You still, like, you make up in two seconds. You're hugging. You're playing again. Mm-hmm. The kid that you just push down, you're, the, you're helping them back up. So I love how, like, sweet that is with kids. But as they get older, they kind of lose that yeah. because they learn about the world. And, like, they start to see sin. And the effects of sin and how it affects other people. And so then that affects their relationships. And I feel like that's such an analogy of Adam and Eve. When they first sinned, it affected everything. It affected our lives. Like, the repercussions are still going on today. And so I feel like that's good for as a reminder for us. Like, 
after the fall and since everything was broken, there had to be a, like Christ come to restore that. And so I feel like it's a good reminder, like Christ came to restore our sin. So when we look at children, like we need to go back to how we are. Like also the verse, like let the little children come to me for the kingdom mm. belongs to such as these. Like yeah. God loves their kindness and their innocence. And we need to be more like that. Like we mm-hmm. need to love others well, like a little kid, like, don't be mean to them, but if you are mean to them, go make up for it. Go help them back up. Go build them back up and be, like, who God wants you to be. My, I'm sorry. But um, one thing that, I, like, I loved about this summer was I really felt like I was back to being in, like, mm-hmm. Connect, or we used to call it Pioneer Club back in the day. But, like, I felt like I was right back there, like, in Super Summer as a kid. And I think that that was just, like, so cool to see, like, that side of me come out. You know, yeah. I was, like loud and you know i was just exactly how i was and I you think don't it's care like, what other people think no and i think that that's the thing that's so beautiful about like working with kids and that is you really do get to be a kid you know and it's like i just think that's so cool yeah i love like how they don't like there's this little kid and she will get up there and dance her heart out mm-hmm. and she has taught me so much the past few years like I used to be the most reserved person. Like, I would not do that. But she's taught me a lot. And I feel like now, like, I could get up in a stage in front of people and dance my heart out and not have a care in the world. And it's not a look at me care, like, kind of thing. Because that's, I hate, like, when people, like, are like, oh, attention's on you. But it's the fact that I just don't care what other people think. Like, I don't care if they think I'm a fool. Because that's not what matters. Mm -hmm. Like, going back to what we said, Christ is what matters. Um, Also, I love when children, like, grasp a concept. Yeah. Like, the excitement in their eyes when they, like, fully understand. And that makes me think of, like, when I became a Christian, like, how excited I was Mm -hmm. that, like, I finally got it. Like, it took me so long, but, like, I finally got it. And so, like, Christ, like, think of how, if we're that excited, think of how excited, like, he is. Mm -hmm. Like, it says, like, the angels will rejoice in heaven. Like, they're having a party. Think of excited how he is when, like, one of the sheep comes back and is, like, restored. So I love that. Also, I love, like, getting to build relationships with them. Like, I know they're not as on a depth of a level as, like, junior high or high school leaders get. And that's why I want to, like, do junior high and high school as I get a little bit older. But um, I love, like, getting to build relationships. Like, they're different, but they're still sweet. Like, this one little kid, she brought me a best a best friend necklace and I still like wear it whenever I'm around her it literally says BFF so cute um so like I love like how sweet they are and I don't know like they they're truly like some of my best friends and I'm like Mm -hmm. I want to see y'all like grow up and it's sweet to see them grow up because it's sweet to see them learn and get deeper in like their understanding yeah so yeah and then also I feel like it's a good way for me to learn like when I have my own kids because like I don't know like it's just it gives you experience and it teaches you what you do and don't like about like parenting kind of things Mm -hmm. and like you have that from like your parents like what you do and don't like but it teaches you a lot about that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so yeah that's my little spill back to the I was gonna say something talking about the dancing yeah but um I think there's a quote um I put it on my visco gosh I can't think of it oh it was like I stopped, I became comfortable with my own skin, or I became confident when I realized that having fun is far more important than my fear of looking silly. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is such, like, a child's thing. Here what's in the corner. Here what's in the corner. But, um, <laughs> if you job. know that, please um, say something. We, I'll just go until, when we read Super Summer, there was, like, at the beginning of yeah. the day. I don't even know if this is going to be when funny the kids, them, but. Yeah, but when the kids come in, it was hilarious to us. When the kids come in, we, like, have a dance party on stage, yeah. and it's so much fun. And there's this one kid, um, 
who was over in the corner doing pirouettes. <laughs> and he was just going at it. And Jake was telling us the next day, he was like, he's like, I was kind of sitting there thinking, Main oh, man. Main character energy. Yeah, he was, he was like, I was sitting there thinking, oh, man, don't, don't do pirouettes right now. Like, <laughs> come on. And then he was like, like, he just didn't care. And it's yeah. like, so that was like our new, our new saying was like, pirouettes in the corner. Yeah. Like, don't. Your little reminder to not care about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Like, just go for it. Yeah. Just have fun. Like, it doesn't truly matter what other people think. Yeah, it matters if you don't, that, like, you don't hurt them. Like, mm-hmm. if you're doing something and it hurts them, yeah, that matters. But, like, it doesn't matter if other people are judging you because ultimately that's on them. That's not on you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, this has been great. I'm honestly probably going to have to make this a two-parter. It's going to be pretty long. <laughs> but so good. I can't wait for people to hear this. So, yeah. Time for time for us to go to school. Joy, we love school. Yay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>